Podcasting. Podcasting. Po- okay, now I'm actually going to start. Hello and welcome to We the Sheeple, your bi-weekly podcast guide into the wild and wacky world of conspiracy theories and misinformation. I'm your host, as always, Trent Jones, and with me, also as always, my co-host, Tom McVeigh. What's up, buddy? Ooh, I got a buddy this time. Right? You never know, man. And, of course, with us as always as well, as as well, as always as well, as well, as always, is our silent but definitely real podcast producer, Devin. What are you thinking today, Devin? As always, wise insights. So, Tom, I have no clue what we are talking about today. That should worry you. It, you, when, you, when you're sitting with Thomas McVeigh, whose middle initial I forget. Hey. Wait, what's your middle name? It's Alan. Oh, duh. We have the same middle name. <laughs> what? <laughs> We've totally figured this out before. Do we just become best friends? We're not. This is not a goof. We <laughs> genuinely have figured this out before. And I forgot Tom's middle name also was my middle name. Boy, how do you spell it? Two L's and an E-N, uh, I think? I go A-L-A-N. I'm oh, minimalist. classy. Minimalist, yeah, you're... You know? I feel like that's, like, more of a British style. Like, yeah, that's maybe. a classy, like, no faff. Right. You know? No shenanigans. No, no shenanigans. malarkey. <clears throat> Another fun story about that tells you about our friendship is... Okay, so there's a game called Fall Guys. And Tom and I and Devin... Well, first, Tom found this obnoxious, ugly Christmas sweater that is officially branded through Fall Guys, and it is horrendous, but it's awesome. And so Tom's like, I'm going to buy this, and then both Devin and I were like, yes, we are also going to buy this. And so um, then this weekend, when we show up to record the podcast, without any preference, I think, man, it would be funny if I just wore the sweater because, you know, memes. And I see... Tom, walk up to my door, and he is wearing the same exact sweater. We did not coordinate at all. Zero this was not planning. No planning ahead of time. We just straight up <laughs> just wore the sweater because we're in step like this. I think the most impressive thing about the sweater is we found one with eight, like, tentacle arms for Devin. Yeah, yeah. It's very inclusive of uh, the brand that made it to, to think of our friends with that have many tentacles. Yeah, you know, the extra-dimensional beans among us. Mm-hmm. And... I mean, the gaping maw wasn't as big of an issue because it's where our head would be. So right. the, the neck hole just works. But anyway, what we are we actually this. talking about today? All right, Trent. Today, I wanted to talk to you about JFK Jr., the son of former president JFK. Okay. You know a lot about JFK? Are you a presidential history aficionado? Well, you know, I know a little bit. Like, uh, I just recently learned that he was the son of former president jfk okay wow so you're off to a great start i am so uh you might call me a quick learner (laughs) there you go uh junior was born in 1960 two weeks after his uh dad was elected president whoa that's wild so um and as you probably know jfk was uh assassinated right yes so if you've ever seen that photo of like the little kids saluting at um, his funeral, it's like a kind of famous photo. That is JFK Jr. Mm. That was probably the extent of what I knew about him before I started uh, doing <laughs> right. this research. Um, so he, um, a little about his early life, right? He attended Brown University, which is like Ivy League, I think. Okay. Um, you know, pretty good school, but you know, the Kennedys are a big old money family, so not shocking. Right. 
Um, and he had den- eventually went on to obtain his uh, Juris Doctorate from New NYU Law. Okay. I know nothing about law schools. So it's probably a good one, right? It's NYU, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. All right. We're we've done all the research, folks. Um, <laughs> he went on to work for the Manhattan District's Attorney's Office, and he co-founded a magazine called George. Which I don't know. That feels like something you'd see at a salon. Just the, the magazine is called George. Yeah, I guess so. Um, in 1999, he died piloting a plane on the way to a wedding. So, Trent, why do you think we're talking about some dead Kennedy today? Um, it's probably so we can discuss the merits of the magazine he called George. I mean, that's a pretty good guess. Any other I guesses? I so. Um, I don't know. Maybe we're going to learn about all of the nice things that he did in life and, like, his actual accomplishments and, like, real history. Uh, I mean, what is history? <laughs> We live this in a post-fact yeah, society. This is, this is a rough time to be discussing that, for sure. And we're going to get into it. Um, I do want to do a little caveat. Before we really uh, started this podcast, we were kind of going to try not to lean into politics too much. As you can tell, it's episode four, and um, we're talking about the Kennedys, so I've broken this promise already. That's old politics. Though. Right. Uh, no, it's going to come all the way to January 6, 2021. Oh, okay. You know? Cool. So it's we're going to go on a ride here. And here's the thing, folks. Regardless of where you lie on the political spectrum, these are things that happened in the year 2020, recent events, and very important events. So, and these sorry, events we're going to talk about them. We're connected to things that definitely didn't happen. Hmm. Well, there we go. I'm excited to learn. All right. So, obviously, you had some good guesses about JFK Jr. I'm surprised you didn't get it, though. For the last 20 years, he's been hiding in Pennsylvania, living as a financial analyst named Vince. Okay. And you remember back in August when it came out that JFK Jr., he revealed himself. No. You know, came out as a huge Trump supporter. Oh. And replaced oh. Pence on the presidential ticket. Oh, oh. Right? We all, you remember that, right? I, I remember the fly landed on JFK Jr.'s head at, during that one presidential debate. Right. Or vice presidential debate. Sorry. Debate. What am I saying? I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying, and I'm looking at the notes. That's what, this is where we're going to be at today. There's a slow descent into madness. That uh, that's a good segue. I'm sad to say today we're going to jump into the weirdness, the wackiness, the... I'm going to say dangerous ideology that is QAnon. Ideology is a nice way to pronounce that when you're <laughs> talking about that. Right. Um, usually, it's my goal in this podcast to try to explain why people believe the things they believe but i'm i'm not gonna make any promises on this one yeah it's so there's and we've kind of talked about this before there's a few different types of conspiracy theories right there's some that i feel like skirt the realm of believability they're things that could actually have happened they just didn't right but they're the motive is there the technology's there everything's there Mm -hmm. there's just a strong reason to believe why would you do that such a one that always comes to mind for me is the moon landing you can see why America would have wanted to fake it if they wanted to, because the space race, you wanted to show up the Soviet Union, you made a promise, JFK made the challenge, you wanted to be on top, all that stuff. And it's feasible that they could have done it. Yes. And then there's the lizard men control my thoughts and live in the White House. It's a little harder to trace that line of thinking, huh? Because it's nonsensical. And we're definitely closer to the lizard men end of the spectrum today. Um, 
<laughs> where where do you lie on the moon landing to lizard people spectrum? Right. Uh, personally, I'm like 3.7 um, jet fuel can't melt steel beams. Three out of seven. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And we're going to take it to the moon. Um, Yeehaw. Stonks. <laughs> Stonks. Um, we're going to ride GameStop all the way to the moon. Yeah, we are. Then Dogecoin. Um, <laughs> this is going to be really dated if someone listens to this like a month from now. I don't care. Right? Who cares, right? Um, we are recording this on the 30th of January, 2021. What will next Wednesday hold? I have officially... <laughs> yeah. We live in a year where Reddit waged war on Wall Street and had, like, success. I like, actually won. Still. Then we also live in a year... What are some of the other wild things that happen? Well, I mean, we've had, you know, uh, insurrection on the Capitol. <laughs> um, Anything is believable. I'm sure other things have happened. I'm tired. A second impeachment of a reality TV star that also was in Home Alone 2. <laughs> the first president to ever... Uh, be impeached twice. And be and star in... Well, Home Alone 2. Yeah, in Home yeah. Alone 2. It's quite a, quite a resume. Wait, how many IMDb credits do you think Donald Trump has? Mm, I mean, he's got all The Apprentice. We're really getting off topic today, aren't we? We are, but... But we're actually still on topic. Don't <laughs> worry. The dial's coming up. <laughs> Alright, I'm looking it up. Donald. This is totally worth spending time during the podcast. Oh, it calls him a producer. A producer. That's what his title is on... Um, Producer, actor, soundtrack. Whatever soundtrack means. I assume voiceover. Maybe. I mean, Devin's also a soundtrack, so... So he has The Apprentice, obviously. Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Can you guess any of the other ones? WWE. He's got to be in some WWE. Ooh, maybe. He's a Hall of Famer, dude. So we have two weeks the notice. The hair versus hair match with Vince McMahon. Who doesn't remember that? <laughs> we have two weeks notice. A movie that apparently... Stars Sandra Bullock and Hugh Grant. It's from 2002. I bet I he has know. a lot of cameos. Just like New York movies. He's like, hey, yeah. kid. There's Celebrity. I don't know what that is. Probably not something at all. <laughs> he is. There's WrestleMania. I WrestleMania know. I wasn't kidding. He's a WWE Hall of Famer. And I'll say no more about Days that. Days of right Our now. Lives? What? Something called Marmalade? I don't know what that is. Is that like... Oh, no. Marmaduke's the comment. Ooh, here we go. I think this is for a video game. Donald Trump's real... Real Estate Tycoon. That sounds Made like by Activision. The worst version of Madden football. Apparently he was in Zoolander. Okay, we're getting way off topic. He's in okay. a lot of movies. Go look at that if you're interested. <clears throat> yeah, let's get back. Uh, somehow we're going to jump out of this nonsense and jump into a different pot of nonsense. We're going to cover QAnon. Um, I don't really know how to talk about this conspiracy without at least doing like a high-level overview of what QAnon believes. And I feel like... This will help people understand how wild and insane it is. When you talk about it at the mile-high view, I feel right. like QAnon falls apart in any rational... And this is probably going to be the start of a... I don't want to say like a series, but if you had like tags for episodes, there will be QAnon tags on a fair amount of them. So this might be a good jumping-off point. Mm -hmm. My brief overview turned into multiple pages, so that's kind of where how I had to go. But, you know, we'll get there. Um, I will say, and I think I've given this shout-out before... QAnon Anonymous, if you're really interested, they do deep dives. They're actual journalists who go to QAnon things. They're not just two idiots with, like, the internet and cool Who bought sweaters. a microphone and bumbled our way through Audacity to record right. a podcast. But anyhow, let's go. 
so unless you've been in a coma for the past four years, which if you have, I'm incredibly jealous of you. Um, <laughs> you've probably heard this increased rhetoric about the deep state. Mm. You know, the deep state. It's it's a conspiracy theory that um, within the bureaucratic labyrinth that is the U.S. government, there's a hidden cabal that really runs things. I love that word. Define cabal. Co- yeah, define cabal. That might be a foreign word. Let me, you know what? Here, you well, you pull up the definition of cabal because I'm just going to make something up. Yeah, I'll look it up. All right. Cabal. That's what happens when I write out a script instead of notes. I use fun words. Because one thing I've really learned is that it's not, I mean, if you want to communicate most effectively, you obviously want to obviously want to use words that everyone is familiar with. Even though it's fun to use words that I'm not even sure if the people who talk about the deep state cabal knows what a cabal is. I'm sure they don't. So then dictionary (laughs) definition is a secret political clique or faction. Yeah, so they're a secret group within the government that actually runs the government, the shadow government, if you will. Yes, yes. Um, generally, if you look at these kind of theories for too long and squint your eyes, you're going to start seeing anti-Semitism. Um, and that's really not any different, but we're not going to go into that too much today. Thinly veiled anti-Semitism <laughs> is the bread and butter of conspiracies. Especially if they involve the deep state, cabal, banking, anything, it's probably anti-Semitic at some level, but that's for a different depressing episode. You know, because Jews are in positions of power, not because they work hard and are intelligent people, but because... There's a shadowy cabal that is all Jewish, I guess. Yes. Um, like a lot of conspiracy theories, things like this have been at the fringes for a long time on your, you know, shortwave radio stations, your message boards and such. But um, we're letting these people have a platform now in the mainstream media, apparently, and it's acceptable. I'm just going to throw out this. Um, free speech was a mistake. <laughs> I don't endorse free speech. This is Tom's personal endorsement. I am not willing to allow this to be one of the many stupid endorsements we make on this podcast. I'm not endorsing it. I'm unendorsing it. I'm just saying maybe free speech was a mistake. Yeah. I mean, unlimited free speech, which I guess doesn't exist, but whatever. All right. Right, yeah. I'm sad already. I'm this is a rabbit hole. Three pages, or three paragraphs in, and I'm already getting depressed, so we're, perhaps, we're strong start. Perhaps free speech not wanting free speech isn't the right way to say it perhaps it's not wanting people who use their free speech irresponsibly to have a platform where they can reach a lot of people yeah it's really more both sides don't deserve equal coverage yes yes but it's funnier to say free speech free speech was a mistake <laughs> funny i guess yeah. um trent do you remember uh comet ping pong was that a thing that was ever on your radar what the comet ping pong uh no conspiracy. I guess no. you call it Pizzagate. You okay, Pizzagate. Yes. Pizza so Gate. Comet Ping Pong <sighs> sighs deeply as he stares into his iPad, trying to. <laughs> this is where we're gonna start, I guess. So back in 2016, um, WikiLeaks. That's Julian Assange's mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. outfit. What you feel about that? I don't know. I'm not gonna get. Into I don't know enough today, about it. Right? To... I don't have a strongly informed opinion. Um, they released a lot of Clinton emails. Okay. And uh, Comet Ping Pong was mentioned multiple times, usually regarding like fundraising events. From what I gathered, this is like a pizza and ping pong place in D.C. Pretty popular, you know. I, I'm not a D.C. aficionado. I've actually never been to D.C. Um, 
So, man, we should go. We should like yeah, we record right. an episode like, on the Lincoln Memorial. Yeah, like right outside of. <laughs> um. So you know, 2016 WikiLeaks garbage, blah, 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 conspiracy theories. Somehow Alex Jones, 4chan's, and other cesspools of the internet started to claim that these emails talking about Comet Ping Pong were evidence of ritualistic child abuse by the Clintons and other elites. Okay, that's a leap. So, a little bit of a sidebar about 4chan. 4chan's like a lawless place. It used to be a lot worse. And they would talk about cheese pizza a lot, and that was like 4chan... Uh, verbiage for child porn. Okay. So that's probably where the link was coming. They were thinking their warped view means everyone has that view, you know? Just mm. sidebar why that might be a connection. And everyone that is into child porn and distributes it uses the same code as they do yes. on 4chan. So Logically. the whole... I don't know if I'm doing a good job of explaining that. It's hard to explain things that don't make sense. <laughs> but, um, so basically the idea behind this whole Pizzagate thing and Comet Ping Pong were that children were being held in the non-existent basement of Comet Ping Pong. I must reiterate, there is no basement of this building. And they were being tortured so their adrenochrome could be harvested. Okay. Tom, what's adrenochrome? I'm glad you asked what adrenochrome is, Trent. Adrenochrome is a real thing. It's a chemical byproduct of adrenaline that can be purchased online. Oh, so I can buy my own adrenochrome. You, you could. Um, despite it not having any psychoactive effects, it's been mentioned in like Aldous Huxley's The Doors of Perception, Perception The Doors of Perception, Anthony Burgess's A Clockwork Orange, Hunter S. Thompson's Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. So a bunch of, I think those are all like 60s-ish, 70s, like beatnik-y kind of books, you know. I've seen some of the movies. I think they just thought it was psychoactive because it's a cool name. It does have a cool name. is a cool name. It sounds like a cyberpunk thing or something, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So that's what it is. It has no psychoactive effects. Okay. It's a whatever. Probably adrenaline breaks down into adrenochrome at some point. Don't know. Don't care about the biomechanics of it, right? (laughs) Biologists. Right. So these adherents of Q, that's what I'm going to call them now. Adherents of Q. It's like a cult. (laughs) I mean, uh, claim that adrenochrome is harvested from the blood of frightened children and Hollywood el- er, and uh, Hollywood elites and politicians uh, use it for psychedelic and life-extending purposes. Wait, so the the children have to be scared? Yeah, because then you have more adrenaline and more adrenochrome. Okay. So they torture the children, harvest their blood, withdraw the adrenochrome. Let me paint you a picture, Tom. <laughs> there is a fictional world full of monsters that somehow magically have the ability to get doors that lead into children's bedrooms and they harvest the screams for energy Pixar what I am de- yes Pixar what I, is part of the deep state what I am describing to you is Disney Pixar's Monsters Inc I didn't make that, or is that connection. Is that just a Pixar? Is that a, I, I think it's know, all man. Disney Pixar. It's a deep it's deep state propaganda. It's trying to normalize the idea. Oh, okay. Our producer is saying something about The Shining and Dr. Sleep. I've seen The Shining. Um, Stephen King, part of the deep state. Got it. Nailed it. It's all uh, controlled programming to get us used to these ideas. (laughs) Now I sound like Alex Jones. Okay, so... Yeah, so... The children's blood is being harvested for psychedelic or life-extending purposes by Hollywood and the political elite. Always left-leaning politicians too. It's never the Republicans. Of course. It's Hillary. Chuck Norris would never suck the adrenaline out of a child. 
Um, so these uh, Q cultists, that's what we're going with now, um, also claim that this is why there are so many missing children worldwide. Can we just call them quiltists? Quiltists? You, uh, you want to say cultists, but you just slap a Q cultists? for the... So you just... You would pronounce it still cultists. Okay. But almost kind of like a little quilt action. Uh, so it's I, like I a cultist. Um, that's my official petition to rename the... We'll, we'll consider it. The royal we. We'll consider <laughs> it. Um, they also claim to have video evidence of Hillary... This would be Hillary Clinton. Uh, ripping off a child's face... Wearing it as a mask and drinking said child's blood, which I really, I don't know why they would release this. <laughs> they claim to have video evidence of Hillary Clinton actively ripping a child's face off? Wearing it as a mask. I can think of no more concrete claim that you could make. You could not fake this video, like... What a wild accusation to make. And what's their explanation for this video never being so, widely available. I did not go into that, because remember, we're talking about JFK Jr., right? Oh, oh, oh. This is I'm all sorry, yes, we're talking JFK about JFK Jr. Jr. Not Forgive me. <laughs> I would say it's all going to come together in the end, but it's not, so... All right. All right. So this all led to Edgar Welch grabbing three loaded guns... Okay. ...and hopping into his Toyota Prius... Okay. ...for a nice 360-mile ride to D.C. from his native North Carolina where he went to save the children that were locked in the once-again non-existent basement. Of this particular yeah, yeah. bar and restaurant in This DC. Comet Ping Pong, this dude drove almost 400 miles from North Carolina with three loaded guns to save the children that are locked in the basement. And this is just a business that is trying to operate. In DC. And you know what the wild part to me is? There's no logic there. Like, why would you pick a highly trafficked area like that to hide kidnapped children? Like, why wouldn't you... If you were truly all-powerful and in the government, you would create, like, a secret bump bunker in the middle of Utah or something. Or, like, Guantanamo Bay. Oh, yeah, that would or work, too. Or black sites all around the world that the CIA operate to right. torture prisoners. Like, real places that... <laughs> real things that happen that are conspiracies. Yes. <clears throat> right. Um, so, when uh, Edgar realized that this was, in fact, just a pizza place <laughs> without a basement, he surrendered to the police peacefully and told the New York Times, quote... His intel on the situation just wasn't 100%. <laughs> His intel... Uh, was that a core two? An intel core two? Or a core three? There's no core three. So this is all kind of a prelude to uh, the main event, QAnon. Which, the timeline, I thought Q kind of existed before then, but I think this kind of rolled into QAnon. QAnon popped up uh, around 2017. As I understand it, which I'm sure you'll get into, QAnon is kind of like an umbrella that captures a lot of wild yeah we're gonna get into what QAnon is actually because i think okay. there's a lot of you hear QAnon, but it's even it's a buzzword it's now. stupider than you think it is somehow oh well that's good so q now not QAnon. q as a person yes this is first appeared in 2017 on one of the worst places on the internet 4chan okay do you know anything about 4chan man i have heard the name i know it used to be just like i don't know kind of like a garbage website for all of the stuff that people who didn't get respected on like reddit and stuff as wild as that is to say would go and post stuff but i didn't think that it was correct me if i'm wrong but the extremist part of it is a little bit newer than people making weird furry yeah. porn or whatever i'd say that's accurate that. it was kind of like a reject place on the internet it was a um, image board which is like 
even less primitive than like a forum or more primitive than a forum. <laughs> uh, completely anonymous posters. They called themselves Anon. If you've heard of the hacktivist group Anonymous, that's a 4chan thing. You know, they'd go take down websites and stuff. That's so. actually kind of cool. Like, it's not good because they're right? lawless, but kind of But yeah, cool. a lot of furry porn, a lot of... It's it's a cesspit of the internet. It is a cesspit. It's like the stuff that is too too much for Reddit goes to Fortune. Right. So this Q um, appeared on the internet, right? Mm -hmm. And he claimed that Hillary Clinton was soon to be arrested. Okay. Um, I thought about trying to like read the post itself and translate it but i'm just gonna read you the post yes please and Verbatim. you can hear it from the conspiratorial horse's mouth <laughs> <clears throat> mockingbird hrc detained not arrested yet where is huma follow huma this has nothing to do with russia yet why does potus surround himself with generals what is military intelligence? Why go around the three-letter agencies? What Supreme Court case allows for the use of Michigan versus Congressional Assembled and approved agencies? Who has ultimate authority over our branches of military without approval conditions unless 90-plus wartime conditions? What okay. is military code? <laughs> this war. <laughs> Where is AW being held? I don't know who AW is. AW. Why? POTUS knew removing Why? criminal rogue elements as a first step was essential to free and pass legislation. Who has access to everything classified? Do you believe HRC, Soros, Obama, etc. have more power than Trump? Fantasy. <laughs> Whoever controls the office of the presidency controls this great land. They never believed for a moment they, Democrats and Republicans, would lose control. This is not a RVD battle. Rah, fan, damn. That was me. <laughs> um, why did Soros donate all his money recently? Why would he place his funds in a RC? Mockingbird 10.30.17. God bless fellow patriots. So, to me, that sounds like... So, do you, do you remember those things where that guy allegedly programmed an AI to like write scripts for different things like he did different ones he did like a, a hard hat with movie. a gun <laughs> yeah he did like a batman movie he did like a trump rally and so yeah. basically the guy allegedly fed footage of all these different events to this ai and it wrote this script and it sounds utterly ridiculous and robotic that's what that sounds like to me see i thought it sounded like schizophrenia but that works too i mean i guess in a, a poorly trained ai schizophrenia right <laughs> so while I'm going to say none of this came to pass because I'd only understood like 40% of it. Mm -hmm. He was a hit. <laughs> Big hit. Big. His posts, later dubbed Q-drops, Q-drops, would often have cryptic riddles within them. That's also what he calls it when he goes to the bathroom. A and there are um, entire websites of adherence. I just like that word. We're going with adherence again. Um, trying to decipher these Q-drops. Deciphering is a good start. To... <laughs> right. So who is Q-trap? Some, I don't know, some dude that just went on 4chan one day and made up a bunch of stuff. Well, if you believe the mythos. Oh, the mythos. Of Q, Q is I. a military or intelligence insider. Okay, but he didn't say that in the first With post. proof. Ignore your words and your logic. <laughs> proof, I tell you. 
that the corrupt cabal of deep state world leaders are torturing children, like we just covered, and that Donald Trump is working ceaselessly to stop them. Woo! Q also claims that they can be stopped, but true patriots must rally against things like the fake news, government, and other mainstream institutions. If you ever see... Like healthcare. Yeah. (laughs) Screw doctors. What have they ever done for us? But not the Wall Street establishment. (laughs) They're cool. God forbid somebody Ted buys Cruz GameStop. Dope. Yeah, God forbid somebody buys a GameStop stock to rob Wall Street of some money. So, um, if you're ever on Twitter or even Instagram, it, it's on Instagram too. Some of your uh, Instagram moms, yee, a lot of the anti-vax, all that kind of stuff, run in these circles too. If you see phrases like "the storm is coming" or "where we go one, we go all," often abbreviated as wwg1 wga wait where we go one One, we go all that's just bad like q needs to take an english class is what needs to happen see these are q people um that it's also funny because they call people who listen to the mainstream media sheep but But where we go one we go all is a pretty much what sheep (laughs) yeah it is explicitly (laughs) how shepherds are successful is because sheep will just follow (laughs) um so we kind of alluded to this, and we're going to get into it more later. The whole capital insurrection. Yes. Um, I'm the crazy shaman dude. Yeah. QAnon <laughs> shaman. Oh. Big dude at Q rallies. Yeah, I'm just going to say that right now. The shamanon. <laughs> um, you know, um, have you heard of Michael Flynn? Yes. NSA advisor, former Forester General. Arguably a traitor to the United States. Big Q guy. Literally a video of him on tri- on Twitter doing their QAnon pledge. Like, they have oh, a pledge. They have a pledge? Pretty much. That sounds normal and not cult-like. Yeah, and this man was, you know, in the highest throes of government. <clears throat> um, There are also some concerning pseudo-religious strains to this ideology. There always ideology are. Combining there always Q are, with Christianity. I'm, Which is probably going to be a future episode. Nobody, hey, this is my statement. Nobody has ever used combined Christianity with bad beliefs to to justify their actions. Right. But this is never. This is special, man. Some claim that the Holy Spirit, you know, of the Trinity, if you've yes. heard of it, um, is the true Q. Whoa, that's and, wild. So the Holy Spirit infected 4chan. Yeah. 4chan came to Jesus and well, actually, posted military information. The Holy Spirit just chose people throughout history, like Peter, Paul, and of course Trump, to fight oh, the deep state. Clearly. This goes all the way back to biblical times. Clearly, Trump is the next in line. He's the next apostle. That's what I've always been saying. The it's funny, but apostle. it's also horrifying. Well, I guess he would be the 14th apostle, because they replaced Judas. But. So, we could keep going down this rabbit hole all day, but we're talking about JFK Jr., so let's get back to that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, we swear we're going to get there eventually. So we're going to start with another Q drop. Oh, okay. In a February post, Q revealed that Trump and his allies recite a daily prayer to JFK in the Oval Office. Wait, Trump and his allies? Pray to JFK. Pray to JFK. Not Jr., big, the Big Daddy. Big, big Papa. And Q is plugged in enough to... I have the quote. I have the prayer. If you'd like to hear the prayer to JFK. I would like to hear the prayer to JFK. Rest in peace, Mr. President. Since your tragic death, patriots have planned, installed, and by the grace of God, activated the beam of light. Weird, right? (laughs) Odd. 
Apparently in the world of Q, only three presidents have ever not been a part of the evil cabal. JFK, Reagan, and Trump. Oh, naturally Reagan would be thrown in there. I'm surprised Nixon isn't thrown in there, to be Uh, honest. Trump in Q... I'm not sure if this is the Holy Spirit queue or the Military Insider queue. <laughs> belong to a secret organization. The Royal queue, the the as we refer to. <laughs> uh, they belong to the secret org called the Beam of Light, which was formed after the assassination of JFK and is finally strong enough to take down the Deep State. Yes. Yes. All right. Now we're going to tie in Junior. Another queue okay. drop. I love okay. these queue drops. They're like fun riddles, except for Fashy. <sighs> POTUS and JFK Jr., Relationship. Plane crash. 1999. HRC Senate. 2000. They, the, quote, start. Enjoy the show. It sounds like somebody is throwing a typewriter down the stairs. (laughs) That is what, (laughs) this is reminiscent of me. Or no, it's like, okay, so you know how on phones they have the thing where it'll try to guess what word you're going to spell and then you could hit it, at least on Android? It's almost as if you just kept hitting that without giving it any prompts and just see where it took you. (sighs) So, they, what was claimed in there? JFK Jr. was, what? POTUS and JFK Jr., so that'd be Trump. They call him POTUS, right? Yes. Relationship. Okay, so they had some relationship. Plane crash, 1999. Plane crash 1999. Trump was alive then, so was JFK Jr. No, he died in a plane crash in 1999. Correct. So he was was briefly alive. <laughs> alive no longer. amount of time. HRC Senate 2000. H-R-C. So that's Hillary Rodham Clinton. Oh, okay. Was elected for the Senate in 2000. Did she take over? What did she take over his seat or something? Is that what people are freaking out? Oh about? no. Oh no. Oh, no. Not <laughs> even remotely. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not that logical. No. The quote start. 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 Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. All right, you ready for the show? Let's, let's just put that at the start at the beginning of like movies when they first go. <laughs> Enjoy the show. After the uh, roller coaster with like the clapping popcorn or whatever. Yeah, or like the weird Coke commercial where it's like, yeah. like there's so many different like onomatopoeias like put in there. It's a good word. It is a good word. So Trent, this set off the cue heads into a frenzy of research. The quiltists? The quiltists. Research. I can't... I am air quoting, and if you could speak, like... Um, <laughs> what's the word? Oh, my brain just died. If you could speak in italics... I'm trying to speak in italics, man. Um, just turn your head to the right? side. Research. It'll come across. <laughs> um, to determine what could this drop mean. After some work, a photo of JFK Jr. and Trump emerged, which clearly means that they must have been best buds. They probably <laughs> had matching sweaters. Um, the very reliable source that is a Facebook meme claimed that Kennedy had said this about the Don. If my dear friend Donald Trump ever decided to sacrifice his fabulous billionaire lifestyle to become a president, he would be an unstoppable force for ultimate justice that Democrats and Republicans alike would celebrate. Did you know, <laughs> did you think when he purportedly said that quote that he knew that Trump wasn't going to put his assets into a blind trust, thus forsaking his billionaire lifestyle? You know, we we just really shouldn't bring reality into this, dude. <laughs> we have so much sadness to get to still. Uh, this quote was supposedly from his magazine, but, you know, with the fact that the internet and, I don't know, copies of 
magazines exist. Are probably in archives, yeah. Um, nope. The, the expertly named magazine named George. <laughs> right. Um, the closest thing to a quote from a junior about Donald Trump was him deflecting talks about himself. Like, he was deflecting talks of JFK Jr., running for president saying oh you should ask donald trump he'd have a much more impressive winter white house than i would he has a very nice property oh okay so they knew each other but i mean literally just deflecting and as many people knew trump before he started getting into politics just and he's ran for president since like the 90s on various things he was in like the reform party in like 90 or 2000 but nobody cared yeah i'm not saying it's not out of nowhere like the dude had if you asked me 10 years ago who I thought Donald, like, what I knew Donald Trump for, it would be, he's the dude that's on The Apprentice and he's supposedly a businessman. Right. That owns luxury properties in New York City. But, so if you ignore, you know, the fact that him and Trump, or that he never said that so about Trump, and based on that quote and just other quotes from his life, JFK Jr. had no aspiration to ever run for office. Who ran for the Senate in 2000? Hillary Clinton. They had to kill him. The Clintons killed JFK Jr. so he wouldn't compete for the seat that he wasn't running for. <laughs> he Was he already a senator at that point? He had JFK never been Jr.? a senator and has no interest in politics. Oh, whatsoever. okay. So he actively said that he was not interested in politics. So clearly the Clintons had to kill him. So oh, Hillary yes. could run for senator. To get him in out New of the York. way. Clearly. So at the start of all this. I said that JFK Jr. is still alive. <laughs> yes. If you remember. You, you mentioned this. That he's a financial planner in Pennsylvania, right? So, how could that be? When it <laughs> plane crash? Contradicts survival. with what Q said. Oh. You talked about the plane crash, right? Yeah. That's where R comes in. Oh. These people are not creative. QR. Just R. QR. Right. <gasps> R emerged on 4chan after Q had gone quiet for a few weeks <laughs> and claimed that JFK Jr. faked his own death so he could still fight the deep state and would soon return to help Trump win once and for all. Tom, I have a question for you. What is your question? Do you think that we could go on 4chan and just pick another random letter and just say, let's call it, I don't know, S Anonymous? We should actually pick it something to be obnoxious so it would be QR and then some letter that would make a ridiculous acronym. But you just pick some random letter. Do you think that we could just start putting these vaguely, these random messages and like gain followers? I think we'd have to go to 8chan, but yeah, I think we could. Oh, is that where they've been banished to yeah, at this point? Yeah. Okay. We don't need to get, in, we can go into the chans at some point in the future if we want to. I don't want to. Because apparently that's all it takes is the dude not mm-hmm. to post for a while and then some other random dude picks a different letter and ta da. So this has led to some uh, people believing that JFK Jr. is actually Q. Oh. But Q has denounced this. Oh. There's almost like a... It's not like a full-on schism, but there's some Q people that are like, you know, we don't really... We we let the JFK Jr. people do their thing. We still love them. They're still part of us. They're just a little out there. Oh, so they all still exist under the same banner and aren't like upset with each other but they just there's a divergence in belief at I, some I point. believe so yes hmm 
Maybe there's a spectrum of <laughs> of QAnonism. Are you an R or are you a Q? You have to take the BuzzFeed quiz to figure it out. So, um, the scary thing about the whole uh, Q cinematic universe is the fact that its <laughs> believers are all researchers. Okay. And they are constantly finding evidence okay. to back up their claims. Yes. That's what makes this whole thing like so insidious, in my view. Yeah. As a culture, as a people, we're lazy. Oh, you don't got to tell me, Tom. How often do you go on Reddit and you just read the headline and then click on the comments? I don't do it on Reddit as much as I do it on my like Google News feed. But you, you know, yes, we, I do that constantly. Yeah. If you have a group of people out there that feel like the government's against them, mm-hmm. and they just don't understand them, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you see your friend Kay share things on Facebook claiming that she's done research, why wouldn't you believe her? I mean, I personally would not believe them because you I don't trust people. But I understand how mindset, people could get right? swept up. Yeah, I guess. If somebody's telling you something on authority, I guess you're... Many people's default would be to just trust them. So, we're going to go back to the researchers again. Okay. These denizens of the internet noticed a middle-aged man, unshaven, with glasses, <laughs> and no passing resemblance to a Kennedy start to appear behind Trump at different rallies. According to the researchers, this was JFK Jr. Mm. Literally does not look like a Kennedy. Kennedys have a pretty distinctive look. You know? And this man was a public figure for a long time, so it's not like there's any shortage of images of him. So this is according to the researchers. According to reality, this is Vincent Fusca, Fusca? I don't know how to say his name, who has been following Trump around in his Trump-mobile and attending rallies. And he just got invited on stage because of that. Well, he's, like, the sitting behind, you know, the little crowd behind him. Oh, okay. Where they, like, pay the three minorities to sit there or whatever, so mm, it doesn't mm-hmm. look like it's a nationalist rally. Um, they don't try very hard to make it not look like a nationalist rally. Yeah, I'm just going right. to throw that out there. So, this is the man that they claim is JFK Jr., this financial planner from mm-hmm. uh, Pennsylvania. So, we're gonna, I'm just going to tell you a couple things about him. There's not really a good resolution to this episode, just ahead of time, letting you know. <laughs> there's, not, no it's not, there's not, a, there's not no even, hope here. It's not even like a lack of, well, there is no hope, but there's not even a good end to the story. This is kind of where we're at. Uh, so Vinny, he placed uh, fif- or 1,572nd in the 59th World Series of Poker. Wait, what place? 1,572nd. How many, out of how many? I don't know, a lot. 1,578? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so we have this guy... He's appearing at Trump rallies. He's a poker player, at least. I'm not going to say a good poker player. A gambling man. And QAnon uh, thinks he might be JFK Jr. Okay. Why should we care? Why should we care, Tom? I'm not going to say it doesn't matter, like that whole Elvis is secretly alive thing, right? Mm-hmm. These are a bunch of unhinged people, memers, and bored boomers on Facebook that promote this whole thing, but... um. As January 6th showed us, these conspiracies, they have uh, consequences. Absolutely. Yeah, because many of the people at the insurrection were waving QAnon flags and posters and banners. And, you know, we had that QAnon shaman. We've had Mm -hmm. Q sent me. You see the Q patches on these 3%er militias. Yes. It's a fun joke until it's not. Right. It's a fun joke until people are so deluded by these beliefs 
that they not that they and it's not even that these people are malicious in the sense that they think they're doing something wrong that's benefiting them they think that they're doing the right thing because of what they have been told to believe and because they feel like they've been left behind right right they feel marginalized and in some way and this is their way to i don't know find themselves not marginalized which is kind of ironic because you know we live in a society where a lot of the conversation around this last election was about people who have been marginalized for centuries the entire time america has existed right finally being like nah we're kind of done with that so everybody respect the fact that we're not going to be marginalized anymore and then as soon as white people feel minutely marginalized they storm the capital that's a good summary mm-hmm. you know what might have started off as a 4chan meme has warped into something, I'm going to say grotesque and terrifying. Yes. Given our polarization as a people and our lack of critical thinking skills. Mm-hmm. And these insurrectionists that were in the Capitol, they're not the only Q people there. There are multiple elected officials in the House mm-hmm. that have shown support to or actively follow Q. Mm-hmm. Marjorie Taylor Greene of Georgia... Of Jewish space laser fame from this morning. Yes. Lauren Bobert from Colorado. She's Is she the one that put out a tweet that was saying that Nancy Pelosi was moved out of the building? Yeah. I saw that the other day. Yep. So, like, to put this into context, when you're in a situation where people are actively hunting someone and trying to find them, the last thing you would want to do, the biggest security breach you could possibly have is somebody giving intel as to where that person is at any given time. And this particular House member sent out a tweet when Nancy Pelosi was being moved out of the House chamber. Because at first they bunkered in the House chamber until they realized, oh shoot, this is not going to go well. We need to get everybody out. And as soon as she was moved, this congressperson sent out a tweet saying, Nancy Pelosi's been moved. Which is bad. That's an understatement probably. So you, the best case scenario you could say is that she just didn't realize that it was a bad thing to say. But worst case scenario, she was actively telling these protesters, trying to give them intel so they could find and kill Nancy Pelosi, because that's what many of them said they were there to do. And just to bring it back and to wrap it up, man, a campaign, a campaign site for Vincent Fusca has appeared on the internet ahead of a special election in June for the House. Oh, and Fusca, yeah, bring it all around. JFK Jr. That's what I got, man. Well, 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 well. You know, sometimes these are fun conspiracy theories that we get to laugh about. Like people plugging themselves into wall outlets thinking that it's healing them in some way. That's funny. That's a good time. You know, people maybe are wasting a little bit of their money or their time. But they're not storming the Capitol trying to kill elected officials. And then other times, <laughs> you have this. This. Not all conspiracy theories are fun, right? And they're not all harmless. And they are definitely not all harmless. Well, thank you all so much for listening this week. Um, again, sorry this wasn't as uplifting an episode, but it was interesting nonetheless. Um, and with that, do we have any other announcements, Tom, we want to do before... I mean, besides our general, you know, follow us on our socials. Um, yes. We're on Twitter. 
we're probably going to be on other ones, but I know we're on Twitter. Um, <laughs> like and review and share with your friends and um, wake up. Yeah. So this is obviously podcasts are a crowded market. So any likes, favorites, shares, just you personally telling your friend, hey, this is a good podcast. You should listen to it. That helps out tremendously. Um, we thank you all for listening. As We have a lot of fun making this podcast and we want people to enjoy it. Um, and with that, I guess we're done for the week. So with that, wake up, sheeple. Thank <laughs> you.